thank you so much for returning diary listeners. We're happy to continue with our diary entry dedicated to Casey Hart of Foxwood Tattoo Collective. The second part, the second piece of her diary entry, we are calling Create. So without further ado, here's part two. Welcome to the Apprenticeship Diaries, where raw meets refined. Let's be real, we're still working on refined. <laughs> what it took, what it takes, and the stories that are made. Join us as we learn from professionals about how their stories begin. escalate the power from it too Absolutely. because you know food ends up becoming what it's always meant to be which is just fuel to keep going on rather mm-hmm. food than is this, energy. this happiness thing that yes. you were attaching to it before like yes. I could never give up bread I wouldn't be happy and yes. it's like well no yeah. <laughs> that's not really the and, truth <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the reason that we don't do this is because it's so uncomfortable yeah. and it we it's the human default to mm-hmm. just stay comfortable Yes. And this well, is this and, is just so new. It's and there's new. a reason why in say like hospice, for example, you need somebody there to constantly pick you up and rotate your body because if, if you were you to were, stay, yeah. you just get bed sores. You would just go this far every day, just whoop, because that's right. what feels good. Well and and the human that's what condition would rot. You would mm-hmm. actually start dying. So yeah. it is a big get busy living, get busy dying kind of thing. Because if you are picking comfort, what you're picking is the grave. That's what you're picking. So true. You know, and and you your body will literally start just pre decomposing for mm. you. Like it'll just it'll be like, oh, yeah, this is what you want. Okay, this is what you're happy with. Yeah. Cool. And we're, we're gonna give that to you. <laughs> Gosh, and that's if you don't have that person, you have to be that person. Mm-hmm. You're the one born here and will leave here alone. Yep. And discipline really is just making good choices over and over, like consistently. Yeah. Th- through through that's it. Like just doing things over and over. So to be healthy, you make healthy choices over and over. To be brave, you make brave choices over and over. Yes. That's it. To be in a state of being anything, you make choices over and over until you achieve the state of being. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. But people look at it as, oh, I can't be successful. I can't be like her. I can't be ambitious. Well, what choices have you made to create ambition in your life? Yes. Like, how can you be courageous? Well, what have you chosen to be afraid of or not afraid of? We went skydiving last year. I'm terrified of heights. That's awesome. Just everybody. I mean, that's a, that's a human default. We don't have wings, guys. So why are you telling me that when I say, I can never go skydiving, I'm afraid of heights. Bitch, so am I. I am not a bird. Yeah. I'm naturally afraid of heights. <laughs> if you put a human in the sky, no one says, this is comfortable, let's jump. You're better jump. than me. I'm doing <laughs> a couple weeks from now. Maybe even just a new week from now, I'm doing the... in. Being in the tube. Oh, so like the uh, good in, indoor indoor skydiving. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. That's which a, I heard is harder. They, that's actually. what they told me. They told me that they the skydiving people told me that that they see that as a different kind of challenge. But no, of course, like I kind of just did everything like this. That if the opportunity came, and it sounded terrifying, I let that be in my body for a minute. I'm like, whoa, ah, that's scary. Oh wow, this is fear. Okay, how long fear? What's up? What are you actually afraid of? What's the achievement? What's the goal? What would be the result if you did it, and then do it? 
That's awesome. Bam. But that's just training your body instead of, I can't, I can't, no way, no way. I could never, I could never. What if, what if I can? What if I got, yeah, what if I made it? What if this happened? Instead of the what if I can't, what if I could? What if you could put that on your resume? What if you could say I went to that country, I did that experience, instead of I would never, I could never. Why couldn't you? And I can tell you that you'll come up with plenty of reasons why not. I can. I can give you a lot of reasons why not to j- jump out of the sky. There was a whole waiver of why not to jump out of the sky. I was like, oh, shit. That was the scariest part of skydiving is signing the waiver. I'm not oh. joking. It's the scariest part. It, it is. Ah. <laughs> you are like, there's nothing anything. anyone can do ever. And you're like, yep, Casey Hart. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. No problem. But not, that's And that's any level of fear that's any level of I can't go after that job I can't apply for that program I can't be a dancer or singer or can't make a TikTok I can't do those things there's a lot of oh I can't I can't I can't instead of what ifs and we just you jump onto the other side of fear and just walk it kind of like inside out you know the movie inside out Um, we just kind of walk fear like hi fear What's up, my little man? I know. Walking just, into fear is very. You just go, hey guy, what's up? No, it's a, and that's that's really it. Is mm-hmm. um, it's just uh, a feeling. That's all of this. All anything is. Yeah. It's just feeling, and emotions are energy in motion. It's where the word comes from, and it's literally an energy going through the body, and it's our consciousness that says, oh, this is a feeling. But typically, the feelings come through unconsciously. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, I'm just failing. And you're like, oh, my God. But you have to, your conscious has to become aware of the subconscious, the unconscious, and be like, I am feeling fear. I am feeling shame. I'm feeling guilt. What am I supposed to do about it? Because yes. they are there for a reason. You wouldn't feel those feelings right. if it wasn't for a reason. Right. So find out why and then do something into the next step and the next choice about it. Yes. Many times we victimize ourselves on our feelings and say, I can't help it. Right. I can't. I can't. Or you, help. And you want people to uh, validate your excuses for you. Move things and around. Keep you there. Keep you and there. And there's so many people that would be happy to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, that was one of them. Which is very, very, you know. And, and that's the thing is that, like, I mean, that's a great admission, first of all. But, and, and I, you know, I, I know I've been everything. Like, mm-hmm. I've been everything that mm-hmm. I hate. <laughs> like, I know I have. Same. Um, we're kind of kind of destined to be that way as human we're very flawed but um, usually the best part about us is the worst part about us too well and you know I, I just I I yeah I mean I think the best part is that we can't really take away from any other person because we know that we're just as capable and that's that's what's beautiful mm-hmm. is that like when you recognize that you have so much more grace I mean you were mm-hmm. graceful to me this morning because I was late <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. I always I used to feel that way in my body like let me get angry let me yeah. get pissed about things because you set an expectation I set this expectation that we're going to start this at 10 so let me get here and do this and we're going to start at 10 it's 10.01 therefore if we didn't start at 10 we are behind and we are late well that's what we all do we get to that level of a mindset but if you switch your mindset to no expectation things happen when they're supposed to happen because that's how it always has every flight cancellation everything that just i got i couldn't go to that concert or this didn't happen or when that did happen when i just randomly got that ticket for that random thing that is all supposed to happen. So yeah. if you can become aware of the present moment, say whatever is happening now is supposed to happen, 
and I will not let my emotions get in the way of whatever's supposed to happen. Well, so you call at 10, 20, you say, uh, well, that just means we're supposed to start at 11 because what if that meant at 10 we get here and a delivery guy is banging on the door at 10, 15? Well, that would have ruined our set. True. So angels or whoever said we're starting at 11 because what if there was an accident on this bridge right here and you were trying to get here at 10, 15 and it would have been later and later and later. So you have to look at the things from a perspective of no kind of a we set a lot of expectations. That's why you don't have to set none. It's just pay yeah, attention. So. Ma- yeah, pay attention to which ones are there, which ones you're setting, and what's real. Yeah. And what actually happened? Did you actually get behind? What changed for real? Did your yeah. pay actually change? Did your ma- manager hit you in the head? No, like not yeah. much actually <laughs> changed. Happened. Not much actually happened. Yeah. And getting into the reality of the result and saying like, if we start. 40 minutes later, nothing happens. <laughs> and that's just about with anything. I wanted to share with you, just touching on your, your idea of fear and um, your reflections about emotions. Um, my journey has taken me to um, attending church regularly, and I had a great wow. sermon How cool. that I listened to. And my, my pastor, thank you, um, my pastor brought up this, and as you as you read the Bible or if you mm-hmm. go through, I think a lot of religious texts are the, the looking at God. Obviously, I've chosen that as my, my practice right now and my faith. But it, it's funny when you look at the design of the human condition because mm-hmm. um, we I think modern people would say that your thoughts and everything originates from the mind. Mm-hmm. And my pastor was like, if you, if you look at God's word, it actually seems like it comes from your heart. I would agree that it all comes from the heart. Yes. That um, feelings come from the heart and they register and go into the brain and the, tells the brain how to respond yeah. is more so how I understand it. Um, and I didn't find that answer through religion. I found that through something called heart coherence. Uh, what so is it? Heart coherence. So this oh. is actually science. Um, if you all ever want to look into this, you can go into the Heart Math Institute. But it's called Heart Math or Heart Math heart coherence and it is basically the coherence and relationship between the heart and the brain that the human conditioning is typically from the brain operate from the brain we get up we drive to the same place and go to the same places and the brain gets into a pattern and says oh i like this i like the patterns brain 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 and that's the unconscious 95 percent of what you do is unconscious Uh, walking, talking, put on your clothes, your eyeliner, you make all of it. Yep, it's all <laughs> unconscious. And then when a feeling comes through, you're, you become conscious. You're like, hi, go, ba bam, feelings yeah. are happening. Hello, what's up? Now, what happens with feelings is some sort of physical responses. Okay, my hands are sweating and my stomach is hurting and I want to move and I want to do this. That's energy going through your body and creating, you know, an emotion. And People don't realize that they're there for a reason. Fear is in your body for a reason. Guilt is in your body for a reason. And a lot of them are from nature. Way, way, way back down to uh, getting chased by a tiger in the woods. That's why you have fear in your body is to get up and move. Because there's a tiger chasing you. I will not survive, right? So what typically happens is we operate from such an unconscious programming that when the feelings come through, we we try to force it into the programming more so. Uh, what heart coherence teaches you is basically how to register an emotion for what it is, bring it into the brain and say, oh, I'm feeling this emotion. I'd rather feel this. Yeah. 
re-register the brain to feel this instead. So for an example, I would say every day I felt very anxious or I would feel very um, insecure and I would feel very energetic, like high energy. If you met me a few years ago, you would say it was like being on cocaine <laughs> or being <laughs> around a hurricane. It's lots and lots of energy, which I'd still say I'm there to some degree. It's who I am. Yeah. But a while ago, it was high, and it was high anxiety. Um, what heart coherence kind of teaches you, and it sounds like manifesting, manifesting for a little bit. It does. It's kind of a fake it till you make it. You say, just for today, I'd rather feel calm. I'd rather feel confident because I would feel so anxious and so insecure. And you gotta have to write it down for a while. <laughs> but what you're doing is actually training your brain. Mm -hmm. So when you're starting to feel the feeling of anxiety, that registers as hands sweating, you know, wherever you feel it is your chest flutter, you know, this, this, and this. And that's your programming going, this is the feeling of anxiety. Oh, this feeling sucks. Why do we feel anxiety right now? Let's learn why. Go into the heart and say, hey heart, Ooh, this feeling of anxiety, I'd rather not feel it. It kind of sucks. And the heart goes, oh, no, no problem. We're here to keep you happy. So what would you rather feel? Oh, I'd rather feel so confident. Okay, no problem. Sends signals to the brain. And the brain goes, excuse me, brain, we're here to feel confident. <laughs> well, confidence feels like chest and roll the shoulders back. <laughs> roll the shoulders back. Stand up real tall. And now you do this. And the brain loves it. The brain loves being told what pattern to do next. Mm -hmm. Instead of a stimulus. So instead of the next thing making me feel more anxious because that's what's going to happen. Now that this went wrong and this went wrong, now this has got to go wrong. Right. Well, let's reprogram it to now that's confidence. Now this is the thing that's supposed to go right. Yeah. And we switch the feeling from anxiety to confidence or to security. It and doesn't surprise me because the, the sermon went further uh, into uh, him talking about science, about heart heart replacement and how yeah. people would actually have cravings and wild right and associations from the heart like uh, this woman got a heart replacement done from another person from another person and wow. as soon as she woke up and was recovering they were like what do you you know they wanted to satiate her like you know what do you what do you want and like i could really use a beer this woman never, never was into beer ever, ever. and she's like and for some reason mcdonald's chicken nuggets <gasps> wild the the boy cuz he was I guess he was a man technically, but the 18-year-old who had passed away that very day that she needed the heart transplant um, on his motorcycle had with him McDonald's chicken nuggets. You can't. And she was into his favorite beer. Get out of <laughs> right. town. You just so, can't. You can't deny. That. And there's a there's a textbook if y'all are curious. It's called The Science of the Heart that mm -hmm. I've read. Oh, um, cool. It's very cool. It's basically everything we've learned about the heart yeah. and the brain and how it works together. That's and cool. That it sounds crazy to you guys. I'm sure that there's no way that brain emotions come from the brain or that's what they always are. Comes from the heart. Heart it really, really does. And yeah. and I think spirituality has taught that always. Yeah. And now we're finding science is backing it up. Frequency, vibration, brain waves. We've got some science. We got some numbers. We got things behind it to kind of help. Not to say convince, but really help make sense of things because that's something human beings struggle with is making sense everything about life doesn't make sense where that words come from make sense means i see it i hear it i taste it i smell it i can feel it mm -hmm. that's making sense of this physical space and we are in the third dimension which means we measure things by three dimensions height width and depth right so the birth of a child doesn't make sense Right. Love doesn't make sense. 
of caterpillar growing into a butterfly doesn't make sense. It goes against all of our senses of seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, and feeling. You can't feel or smell or taste that process right. or love. So well, we're always trying to make sense of things, always, like okay. emotions, which now we can make sense of them with physical numbers and science and data and frequency and blah, blah, blah. I and it's helping it, others I guess make I, sense. I, I, um, I, for me personally, I've always been very sad for the, the need to segregate those two things. I know. I found that... They're beautifully matched together. They're well, all the same. That's what I'm saying. It's all the same. It's all the same. And it, it always made sense to me that they were the same yes. thing. Because they always seem to follow and go to the same thing. Like everything that you're talking about um, is, is really a very ardent seeking of truth. Yeah. And... And hunting that. And yeah. I think that when you do hunt that, whether it's a scientific pursuit, an artistic pursuit, any of these things, what you're what you're hunting is this this rhythm with with everything. With all things. That works and that's finding not only the truth of all that you can be, but just truth in general. And mm-hmm. that to me is a very spiritual uplifting that it fourth sure dimension space of like seeking that and trying to understand it. Um, and I, you know, I, of course I always want things to help people if that Mm. will help them wrap their brain around things. But I do think that sometimes, uh, the, uh, I'm not so sure if it does help sometimes because we're, some people very much so like to segregate and, and and like compartmentalize. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's very human of us to categorize and group and. Well, that's where you're in trauma too. Absolutely, and our brain just likes to to do that. that. Our brain likes to do that. That's what it's designed to do. Uh, But I think the things that don't make any sense is what's designed to bring us together. The collective, like the all, the love, you know. And I think that's what tattooing does, honestly, because whether you're seeking it because something happened to you that I mean, obviously something happened to you, um, but I do feel like. Part of what we do is help people reconnect with not only themselves but society at large by doing something so visceral and so mm-hmm. real mm-hmm. and giving them a space to fully experience that and give them permission to feel it and to wear it out and then kind of out there too say like right. look guys I went unapologetically right through this thing which right. is so beautiful way to put that I love that that I may have not always seen tattooing in, in that way so physically healing like that. It I always really knew it is. was. I always knew it was. And it's just like, what is it that it's really doing? It's that. It's kind of giving people a unapologetic stamp through their life experience. It's your mission. Yeah. Bravery. Authenticity. Bravery, authenticity. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. And uh, that's what getting a tattoo is, is stepping foot into yourself authentically, yes. regardless of what anyone else thinks or mm-hmm. says. And if yeah. you continue to do that, you've got a lot of evidence yeah. all over your body. I'm kind of the middle finger to like, well, of, these are my experiences. And it's, I it's think it starts out very, it does feel it, that way at first. I think it starts out that way. I think it's like the aggressive recovering, like mm-hmm. smoker. It's like, I can't be around it. Yes. Like, you know, you do have to very much so get into that kind of fuck you because that's the energy that you have to raw dog 
deciding never to drink a Coke again in your life. Absolutely. Like, you have to say no. Like, yeah. it's this ardent... It's this. Ugh. You kind of have to. Cause it's, it's, not, it's very rarely an opposite experience. Like, it's not usually a profound, enlightened thing where you come to get your first tattoo. I'm sorry to tell you, if you have tattoos, you're traumatized. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> if, you, if you have any tattoos or piercings, you come from a traumatic place we somewhere, have, somewhere. <laughs> it's not normal it. to do. And well, we're here for it. I love it, because I don't love the word. even love it. the word normal. It's a, That's, if, yeah. if, if you were in a pure state of being, you would not feel the desire to be tattooed. Well, yeah, uh, and it's a lot of acceptance and And, and it's permission. just human. It's human yeah. as shit, and that's what we're yes. here to do. I'm not going to sit here and say, make sure all of y'all are a pure state of being. That would be angelic. It'd be wrong for me. It'd be wrong for <laughs> here, wrong me for you, me, here, all of it. You know, I don't have the ability to demand that of anyone. <laughs> Yeah. I am as neither, flawed as the day is long. Neither am I. I know, it's, I know it seems like, who the hell does this bitch she, think she is? I'm just as no, fucked no, up I, and more. And I more fucked <laughs> I mean, I, I think that if... It, it depends. I mean, when you start doing something, you're going to piss off a whole... Like you said, that 90% of people might not be ready. Mm-hmm. That's not who you're showing up Yeah, that's for. not the audience. So, it, it... So, of course, they're going to be really... They're also the loudest. I they're mean, getting, they're usually the ones that are like this is bull that are so loud and the ones that are like this really really helped me are not the ones that are screaming this helped me like they'll yeah. tell you years down the line or yeah. in a message or very privately or very quietly or never right you know the, you, that's when you find out later like really that you liked me the whole time <laughs> it's kind of like that like yes. when you influence yeah, that's somebody true, I guess um, that they're not gonna be the ones actually physically liking saying thank you so much like though they read it feel so many feelings and then go work on it. Yeah. Then go make all these changes and fruitations and have evidence, and then they come back to you later and say, by the way, you helped me through this thing. You didn't realize it, but a long time ago. And you're like, oh, for real? (laughs) So if you do these things for the validation, you're not going to see it. Correct. You're not going to see the likes or the comments. You're just going to see the evidence through that person's lifestyle, which I've seen. I've seen that happen, and that person didn't physically like it, didn't comment. And I'm sitting here thinking, oh, no, I'm not helping anybody. I have and, a great story yes, that I want to share with you and our audience, actually, that, that what well, all we're talking about is predicated upon being around a lot of other people because that's the business that we work in. We're dealing with people regularly, but I'd like to give people a very um, kind of abstract way of looking at what we're talking about, and I, I do agree with you. So my cousin, mm-hmm. I hope she doesn't mind me talking about her. I'll, I'll, I'll keep her name out of it because it's not important, but... She's a badass, and she's really, really cool. She's always been a very tough cookie. Yeah. Um, she moved out to Montana recently and met this guy who's a game warden out there, and he um, he's a burly guy, and he's not a guy that, like, will help you stay in that victim state. He, does, he can't afford to because it's Montana, okay? And I need more of that energy. He, he, right. <laughs> Right. I mean, I'm so happy for her because this has been so healing for her out there. But one of the situations that she ran into while she was out there, it was very real. Um, you know, you're in Montana where it's it's a helicopter to come and give you help. Yeah. So they were out on a trail ride. My cousin's been around horses her whole life, but she's never been in such remote, away from people kind yeah. of thing. And more people, more problems, but also... That's what we're used to. (laughs) We're kind of used to that a lot more than than not. So 
they go out and she wasn't used to a western saddle so she cinched it really tight mm-hmm. well the reason why a lot of those horses and bucking bronco kind of things the reason why they start bucking is because they cinch around a very important we were talking about breath earlier mm-hmm. it doesn't allow them to breathe they oh, can't they breathe that. from their gut kind of thing a full breath so they start bucking mm. and she didn't realize she had cinched it well they don't really feel that until the person's on them and they were on this trail ride that was restricting this horse's movement so this mm. horse had enough of it it was very sweet and patient but they were on this i mean it was like barely wide enough for a horse to go down this this extreme mountainside cliff they were on in montana and this horse bucks and the horse and my cousin fall down this ravine and the whole thing it was incredible to watch she had it on gopro oh my god this entire fall she ends up breaking her back in two places she does not know that this has happened okay so her husband he's now her husband but at the time it was her fiance he was like do i need to call the helicopter or can you get back up i'll call the helicopter like they do have i mean he's a game warden so he does have access and she's like bro i don't want to get back up on this horse like i nor can i ride it right back to where i need to go she does <gasps> she gets back up this woman. so here's the it gets to the whole because i think what people don't understand about the whole like they're the loudest kind of thing is that as a person who's on this journey of healing i understand you're in pain mm-hmm. you're in pain so my cousin gets back on this horse, badassing it all the way. But every step that this horse makes, her back's broken. Yeah. Agony. Every step is agony. Yeah. I mean, if you've even sprained your back, I've sprained my back. I can't even imagine. Everything you do hurts. Everything. Wow. So she's on this fucking horse and she's moaning. Wow. And her husband is like, dude, you have to stop moaning. And think about this. He's like, you want to know why? Because bears can hear us. I don't like that. Right? (laughs) He's like, every bear within a certain mile radius is hearing you right now. There's so much of this that's not okay and so not a wounded animal. (laughs) You are a wounded animal right now. That's no joke. You're blood in the fucking water, dude. Like, every predator in a mile radius can hear you. You have to stop. So, <laughs> so if people want, if they want a reality check yeah. about how fucking fierce this gets, I mean, you talked about lions chasing us. Yeah. This is out in Montana. This is current day. This yeah. is on be- having your back broken in a very modern sense, in a very modern way where we could have a helicopter, but my, hu- my cousin got back up on a horse. Wild. And didn't make a sound for the rest of it because Ugh. she confronted very real with the, the reality of what everything, the horse, the dogs that were with them, her her fiance, her, all of their lives were wrapped up in that moment. Yeah. So it's not that I want to be a dick or that I'm trying to seem better than you. I'm not. But you are blood in the water, chick. If yes. you're if you're screaming out like this, and that's what you're putting out on yes. social media or yes. anything like that, it's a very victim stance. Yes, and I think because just of what I've been through as my childhood puts me in a different position for not putting myself in a victimhood. Yeah, I have not been a victim in a very long time. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I've been through 
nothing like that, but just lots of hard moments of pain and agony where there is no other option. This is what you do to live or die. Yeah. And being put in that situation, not only more than once or twice or multiple times in someone's life, will basically create courage. Pardon this interruption, listeners, but I wanted to shout out a really good friend and somebody that I worked with a, a, a massive project with. As you guys well know, this is about shouting out people who have made strides and uh, accomplishments in their field. And recently, a friend of mine, uh, Christina Stinchcomb, has put out her first book. It's really, really cool. She's a horseback rider, but more than that, she has recognized something about her practice that is very unique. So I'm just going to read a little bit about this book from the back of it, a little excerpt, just to kind of give you guys an idea of what her book is about. Want to deepen connection with your horse? If you love horses, you know that the connection between you and your horse can be one of the most meaningful and fulfilling connections of your life. And you might have been told that to deepen the connection with your horse, you need to deepen the connection with yourself. But how do you do that? Riding with the chakras lays out a trail map of insights along with guided exercises to illuminate your inner wisdom and assist you in connecting more fully to yourself, your horse, and the world around you. Doesn't that sound awesome? This book can be found on Amazon right now. You can also try to get in contact, I not try, but get in contact with Christina if you're interested. She's in Chestertown, Maryland, and her stables is called Airy Hill Stables. Her website is airyhillstables.com. So, so go check it out. Uh, see what she's up to. If you're into horses already, this might really, really excite you. If you have never, never thought about it before, maybe this might actually get you thinking about uh, starting a practice with horses and horseback riding. I can tell you that horses have been a big gift in my life. I truly see them as gifts from God. They are so peaceful, and I hope one day I can get back to it. But in any event, get, let's get back to our podcast and hear more about Casey and her awesomeness. You're choosing to be brave. You're yeah. choosing to do the harder thing. Yeah. And that's where my bravery comes from is a lot of moments like those of just choosing yeah. to be really brave despite everything that is going against me. And there's a lot on the line. There's a lot of responsibility, a lot of lives on the line even. And... People don't realize how predictable and comfortable their reality is until you remove yourself from that reality, which is just simple enough of being an American person uh, in the 21st century. You know, there's a lot right there. If you haven't traveled outside of your state, much less this country, I highly recommend it with a very open mind that there's a lot of problems to complain about here absolutely there's and a definitely lot definitely be quiet <laughs> and there's yeah there's because a lot there's a lot to complain about here animals, sure. yeah there's a, there's a lot to complain about there here. are people but, who are wolves absolutely there's uh, gosh yeah there's plenty of problems of course but when you go elsewhere somewhere like montana <laughs> yeah. somewhere anywhere else in the world looking at other people's realities how they step out their front door and the things they have to learn and do and experience to get through their day you might be surprised 
how many programs you get to be privileged in having of, oh, I don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah. I, we don't have to worry about a bear getting us. There's so much noise I mean, here. it would be very unorthodox, but... It would be very strange. <laughs> Not now, impossible. Now, but... <laughs> now, when I went to Santorini, Greece, yes. they were like, I'm sorry, you have to worry about being shot? Yeah. Whew, that was a whole other perspective for them, yeah. right? They're like, what do you mean people have guns? That's yeah. crazy. And I'm yeah. not ever here to be in any of those debates whatsoever, but I'm just saying that uh, their reality... They don't understand that reality of having to prepare for that to go to a concert. So if I wanted to go to a concert in the city, I have to make all these preparations because this is where I live and there's this many people and this is the truth and reality of this place. So funny. That's and they're just like, I'm sorry, what? Because I've talked to them about crime. I said, what kind of crime do y'all have there? Like, crime? <laughs> in Santorini? <laughs> no such thing. <laughs> so it's all in your reality and in your perspective that... We, we have to worry about getting hit by a car. There's a lot of cars here. We have to worry about guns. There's a lot of guns. <laughs> Got to be worried about people flipping you off and punching you because there's a lot of people here. I mean, not have to worry about that, Montana. They're worried about bears. You could be. There's... You could be. I'm not. Yes, you could be. You could be. I would be very happy to have a gun with bears. With bears? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, that's the thing is that, you know, predicated upon where you live and how you live and stuff like that, it's like, yeah, their perspective is that, but... I can quite frankly say that I'm not worried about guns when I go to a to a concert. I'm yeah. more worried about the amount of people that Absolutely. Were, are there. Because there, that's what I'm saying. I'd be it's, more There's more, more of that because there's more people, not because there's anything Again, else. speaking of COVID, that's a very real thing. Oh, yeah. I might get sick tonight. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not around that many people all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not. And I'm I mean, not, at Montana, they're not, they're I not doing I did face that. painting once, Casey, once. <laughs> And I'll never do it again because the <laughs> amount of viral shit that You're was just, just like, breathed into here. my face for a day. You're just here. I got sicker than I've ever oh, been in my no, life no, no, no. after that. I was like, dude, I don't care how much you pay me per hour. It's not worth it. Nope. No. I do not have the fortitude of personage for that. I haven't, I don't, <laughs> I haven't been vaccinated enough for that. I don't know what. I don't know what. I'm not used to this, and I'm never doing it again. Yeah. That is way too much. Yeah, no. I mean, it's all just about God where, bless our teachers. Where you physically go, like it's really awesome in America that I'm a, a woman that can be married and open a business as a tattooed woman without his permission, right? Yes. And then there's other countries I wouldn't be allowed to step off the plane. Correct. Looking like we do. Yes. Um, with your face uncovered. Yeah, with my face uncovered. Yeah. There's, and so there, that's the what I'm asking from anybody is just to have an open perspective about your current reality and the truth of how that reality really is. I know there's a lot to complain about, but there's a lot to be really grateful there for, There always too. will be. And there always will be. It's anywhere. <laughs> so we'll go over to this country. There's a lot to be grateful for and a lot to be very upset about. And you go over here, lots of per- current problems that we don't have. But yes. there's also lots of solutions that wouldn't work here. Yes. So yes. Um, I would say that a lot of time you guys should pay attention to how much anger you let in and out of your body and how often you're letting that happen. And how often you're having the same cycle of conversations and realizing that if you just change your perspective or mindset, you wouldn't be so upset all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it really wouldn't. You wouldn't spend but, your being being so upset. Like you said, you know, you created this whole space. I mean, all of it is about, from what I'm seeing, you know, we can call it whatever we want, but, you know, writing lists uh, and looking at it, 
and being like, okay, what's next after I make this list? And what does that tangibly look tangible like? Tangible was my word in my head. Yeah. I was like, yeah. we don't make things very tangible. Yeah. We, we, and that's because there's so much going on. There's the kids, the bills, and there's things to always catch up on, and we're always just running around. Who has the time to sit down and make a goal list or write those right. things down? You have to create more time. Yeah. That's the thing is right now that's your current schedule. But I bet if you were to start time management, you would spend, I bet, six hours a day in front of the TV, three hours a day in front of the phone. That's nine hours a day that I currently do not spend doing those things. That's where people are like, oh, my God, how do you have time for the certification? How do you have time for doing this? Or even Ryan, as crazy as he is, getting up at 4 a.m. doing his burpees. He's creating the time. He doesn't have time to do burpees. He straight up does not have the time. He works so fucking hard. So he's creating the time by getting up earlier and going to bed earlier and not going out and partying and being with people that do those things. Mm-hmm. He's going to bed at 9. Yeah. So it's the same thing with me that I'm creating more space and time in my space and time. But a lot of times people don't want to change anything. They just want to add. Nope. Well, you can't add, 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 add. you got to take, take, take away, take away things that no longer serve you. If you're trying to put something new to serve, yes. you have to get rid of something else. And that's the culture of America. Of, we want it all, and we want it both, and we want it without any sacrifice. Right. There's going to be a sacrifice. you gotta, you got to learn your own capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, and what sacrifices are you willing to make for the new thing to serve you? Yeah. And many people don't want to sacrifice 1% of what their current reality is. But to make a new reality means making all those sacrifices to create this space. There is only so much space and time, guys. I just think of <laughs> my queer eye for the straight guy came to mind. Like those radical shows where they come in and they're like, what are you doing with this outfit? What are you doing with like, you know, like that's the thing is that you confront this, um, this attachment that you have, you know, to Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. to whatever, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And you have to de-escalate the power that you've given those things. Yeah, because just... you've told yourself, I have to do those things. Right. They're part of my day, and if I don't do right. if I don't have my, oh my God, if I don't have my shows, you've got to be kidding. If I don't have my right. pasta, you got to be kidding. If I can't watch Stranger Things, you got to be kidding. Right. <laughs> That's how people feel. You guys are just as addicted to all these things. Right. But look at someone like me or you or a business owner or entrepreneur or anyone that spends their time and space doing those things. Right. Y'all will talk shit about how on earth can they have this? What, who do they think they are? Who do you think you are? Right? Being addicted to coffee and drugs and partying and shows. And we don't talk about those things. Oh, those, I do. I like it. I, <laughs> I do, do talk about We do talk I about do. those things. I don't care. Like, at that point. Or I'd say that we don't paint them in a positive light. Like, well, or that going after those things. I, um, is, I think it's neutral. Yeah, exactly what you mean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I... I think people, just because it's different, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, a lot of people talk a big game about tolerance. Mm. And um, they don't get it. tolerance is accepting the fact that uh, the world doesn't revolve around what you do and yes. how you do it. And there's lots of things that happen outside of your space and time that are way different mm-hmm. and okay. Yes. <laughs> and not wrong just yes. because they're different. Yes. And um, um, that's where it is, is... There, there starts to be an argument of, well, you spend your time doing this and I spend my time doing that. Okay, great, that's your journey and that's mine. Right. So don't judge me for being on mine and I will absolutely not judge you for being on yours. However, if you're going to ask the question of, well, how do you do it? Well, I'm going to say, well, don't do the things you're doing. Well, <gasps> don't attack how me. How dare you? Don't attack me. I'm like, well, I know because I've seen it and been through it and done it myself. I can see myself in you. 
I've done those things and spent my time doing it, and I couldn't achieve these results doing those things. It's really just, I mean, it's like you said, that that measure of going from the heart to the brain and that processing. Mm -hmm. It's like, look, the emotion is just the emotion. Yeah. That's not the reality. Yeah. That is a call to action. Yes. Now, you have to take that and actually have it converted through the logical points of Mm -hmm. your being. Yes. To force that into a tangible reality. Yes. So how do you do that? Mm. It's fine if you want to stay where you are, but that's not what you're saying. You're saying you want to change it, which means that you have to change. Something. something. You have to change something because it's a program. And it doesn't have to be radical. It doesn't have to be overnight. Well, actually, it's, it's one. It's actually yes. 1% of one change. It's yes. actually way smaller than we think. We start to get wrapped up into this once you make an awareness of, oh, my God, there's all these problems wrong. It's so overwhelming. You're like, oh, no, i got to make all these changes, and it's so much. Actually, like I said, just cut the soda. Yeah. Cut the crap. Start with the one, one percent. Yes. The one, one percent over the course of time will look very different. It's only one percent, and it's only yay much from the horizon line, but over a course of time, that looks like a completely different change. Yes. And you'll build confidence through that process. And what I've learned and having so much fun is how many can I do at once? How many can I do at once? Right now, I've got like six. I've got like six new things that I'm doing right now. Um, Drinking water, my jug. And what's so funny is I didn't bring my jug. LOL. Um, Mine's out in my car. Yeah, my, I, I got my, 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 big, my big jug of water, right? <laughs> so I got my big jug of water that I failed at today. Um, and then there's, I think it's called Vividum. It's a little uh, supplement for people who don't eat vegetables because I oh. refuse to eat vegetables. It's just a bunch of nutrients. You know, it's just a shot of that every day, a protein powder every day. And then um, I'm doing something called Human Garage, which is fascia maneuvers. So it's like kind of breathwork maneuvers to kind of do a detox without doing a physical detox. It's all just in the organs, which is pretty cool. Nice. Uh, new weightlifting, got new weights. Good. So I don't, I don't do no exercise. I don't do no weightlifting or gym. So those are new for me, putting that into my I love that. routine. Because I didn't like being this small. I've lost all this weight. And it's all been very natural of just making good choices um, and not anything calorie counting, not anything gym. And I got to this like kind of way too small homeostasis. Um, and I now need to build myself up of where do I would like to feel comfortable and confident in my body and I would like to feel physically strong. Some, some strength. Some strength. Yeah. And I need a nutrition too. So like I'm, because I'm having such a hard time with what I would call the American diet ever since I've been in this being, I really do struggle with the pizza, the burgers, and the fries and the things that are just available. So I'm looking at more organic. Try being with the pizza guy. That's yeah. been a lot of my dude, adjustment. That's, dude, Mike's completely <laughs> obsessed with And those are my pizza. excuses. I get it, man. And I, I made them too. As a codependent, oh, I get it's it. been very hard to... Absolutely. And I don't want to be one of those people that's like, I'm... Only organic this and only organic that and everything because it, it takes a lot of time and energy to do those things. And if you go down the rabbit hole of just kind of ethical consumption in America, it ain't happening. So, you know what? I would have to, to be the person I truly want to be would be the Buddhist Thailand lady all the way over there to get to that level of enlightenment. Well, Which will offer, be maybe one day. But well, to offer you something, I mean, recently I found a farm... I don't know how far this is going to go. It was just a one-time thing, but the the woman she she homeschools eight eight children. Wow. And they have a mini farm and she was like, "I really want to get my tattoo finished. Would you trade trade me for like Farms. half a cow?" <gasps> and I was like, 
Fuck yes. Dude. <laughs> crazy, crazy life. I know. Crazy life. Right. So, like, that's the thing is that, like, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's impossible, but, like, it, it, it really takes not having, not being attached to how it comes to you. Yeah. Just wanting it. And putting that out there in the world and being open to receiving it whatever way it comes. I mean, it's really just like you said about, you know, managing your expectations. Yes. It doesn't all have to come from you. It's it's really just putting it on a on a shelf and says, I don't have to understand how. I just have to know that I want it. Yes. And who knows? Because I all mean, of this happened with not knowing how to do it. Right. <laughs> so this was... Right. Now, what can I do when I do sit down and have the time or goals or write down the tangible things that are going to make that happen. I actually physically believe that I could create any reality now because I've already done the impossible without trying. So now I'm going to really go after it. Yeah. So I feel sorry for everybody. This is the beginning. <laughs> I'm going after it. Like picture the sorry. impossible and picture it bigger than that. I'm going after it because I've done it this far, but just try, just, just doing it. Just, just do it. Yeah. It's like, be like Nike. Just yeah, do just it. do it. So now, <laughs> that fucking swoosh, man. Yeah, and that was, that was without me focusing, without me journaling, without me having tangible goals and actual sales and actual this and that. Like, now that I have these things, oh, man. I don't know what this life looks like for myself, but I know I'll look back on this now and be like, ha, 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 you crazy girl. You had no idea what was going to happen. Yeah. But I'm for it. Whatever it is, I'm going after it. And... I understand and fully have the feelings and realizations of why I want those things. And it's not for wanting those things. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's not for the feeling of success. I already feel successful. Yeah. I already feel happy and in being well, and well being. Yeah, it's all it's for just fun. Now fun. at this point I'm like going after the full human experience. I'm like, yeah. I'm on this planet and I've had this much experience and been this many places. There is nothing that this little device is gonna fulfill for me. I'm sorry, guys. Well, I just did. It a, makes it easier. It does make it easier. It I just did a 24-hour phone detox. Was what I did. I said I'll, I'll do 24. I went almost 48, just nice. naturally, and I didn't go reaching for it whatsoever. Once you start to <laughs> change your relationship with this man, the earth is this for you. Well, that's yeah. another reason why I like tattooing too, because it requires us to be gloved up. Absolutely, dude. I've and ever I love that. You've said you've said that once. I don't yeah. know when you said that, but you said <laughs> that once, and it stays in my head almost every time I put gloves on. Yeah. Because it does. It forces you to be so physical in this reality, physical with another person, and there's nothing. So consciously that, aware of your impact. Yes. You know, at that moment too. Gosh. Yeah. And now that down to even bras. Down to even bras. <laughs> down to so physical down to bras. <laughs> I love how it's all connecting. Full circle. Full circle again. Oh, full circle again. But no, like the earth is my playground now. I'm swiping well, on, I'm I'm swiping on these exper- like instead of swiping on a phone, I'm swiping on these like Yes. experiences I'm like I'm going on the cruise I'm doing this kind of dinner I'll jump out of the sky like I'm so excited for I just want to do it so all in so many ways and I, yeah. I, I'm okay with doing every part of it like all the way down to the mud huts and living next to no means yeah and all the way to the Taj Mahal I'll take every experience and everything in between <laughs> I love it all because that's the human experience and I just cannot be one of these people that gets on my deathbed and said can't believe I spent 8,476 minutes on a phone. 
Yeah. <laughs> what? What if I told you guys on your deathbed that you spent 6,000 hours on Facebook, 15,000 hours on TikTok, and 30,000 hours on the telephone device at all? And what you could have done with all those hours. Yeah. And I know that's free, that this is free, but time is not. No. It's not at all. You can't get it back. You cannot get this back. So I will bust my ass and work as much as possible to trade an experience of going to travel or, you know, teaching a class or taking another certification or going to a sound bath and helping others. That's where I spend my time is helping others or influence, like, or putting myself through an experience that's going to help influence others. That it's not all selfish and it's not all selfless. Like... It's, no, it, it's I mean, the human experience, and yes. I just don't get any human experience through swiping and going like this, besides the community that I am now choosing to build. Right. Because I've exactly. not had a relationship with this hardly at all. But now that when I am on it, I'm so mindful of who I'm spending my time with. Because that's what your social media is, is who you're spending your time with. Yes. Y'all don't see this yet. Yeah. But I'm telling you, you spend three hours a day with Rachel that you hate from Facebook <laughs> and that girl's butt that you can't stop looking at that your boyfriend likes every day. That's who you're spending your time with. <laughs> That's who yeah. you spend your time with, looking up your exes and doing those things. That's who you spend your time with. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. you, what you do on social media, what you do on your phone is who you're spending your time with. Yeah. And I'd rather spend my time with people who are fucking winners that are... Talking about some fun stuff. That are talking about fun stuff, that are going after it, that are authentic, that are going after life. Not the ones that are also sitting on their phone, swiping, looking at everyone else's. I can't do it. I will not do it. (laughs) And I'm hoping that if you're listening to this, that you can do this too. Oh, yeah. Like, just decide today. Today. Like, tomorrow. Not, I'll do it tomorrow. But that's exactly the mindset that got you here. Yeah. And why you're upset. Yeah. Because I'm not upset with my new mindset. My new mindset is taking me in places that I can't even begin to imagine. Yeah. So that's how I'd rather feel. Well, it's funneling a bunch of stuff to you, too, which is really great. It sure is. And that's the thing is that, like, it becomes less work. Oh, I I definitely feel that. That this feels like less work and that it's just being. Mm -hmm. Gosh, that was really tough to say. Y'all don't even understand for Casey Hart to say, that's not work, that's being. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah. Because I'm a workaholic. Well, I'll and go, that's, a, I'll that's go. a hard thing to get over, too. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like, um, I mean, I'm glad that I grew up with a hard, an ardent work ethic. Um, I will say that a lot of, a lot of my issues is sometimes... Uh, Looking at other people's journey and trying not to critique or compare. Any Absolutely. Of those Once you're over here, you do you do it immediately. You, yeah. Once you become over here, you literally look at everyone. You're like, oh, yeah. your journey. I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm aware. Yes. I'm aware. I'm aware. And yeah. it's so hard to not go. Come with me. Come with me. Please yes. come up here. Come. 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 So you have to realize how many people were doing that for you. Yeah. Way back here, like ah, Amy's yeah. on the journey. Amy's yeah. on the journey, yeah. and I can't go grab her. Think of those people. Yep. And that you have to be patient through those people's journey. And it's not a time frame. We look at anything, everything so linear. Yep. And it's not linear whatsoever. It is where everyone's experiences lead up to that awakening. And they might have to have a lot more experiences than you. Or intense, intensely different. Right. Or more times. Or more cycles or more people or more lessons. 
Well, in and my you experience, can, it's been, if you enable me, I'll stay comfortable. Absolutely. So and that's, cut me off. And love is that way. So pray pray true, for me. Love and, love and, <laughs> love, love, love and true love is, yeah. is, is really holding people through their spiritual journey, holding mm-hmm. their growth. Yep. And loving them through that process. Yep. That is a process. Most of the time we get impatient and quit because it's ugly and it's hard. Sure it is. It's the healing journey. Mm-hmm. And it's the human journey, the hero's journey. Yep. You know, and a lot of times we're just so in it of ourselves that we can't even be patient with these other people. Then you get to where we are. We're like, oh, guys, it's the light. Come up here. It's wonderful. And they're like, no, it's dark and miserable down here. I love it. And you're like, no. But that's where they you are. You say we, but like, honestly, dude, I'm a freaking mess right now. Like, we all are. I, I Work mean, in progress and a masterpiece all at once, all I'm, the time. I'm really in this weird phase right now where, like, I don't know. Like, I've, I've, I've been on a, on a very... Uh, disciplined route before and really liked it. It's usually when I don't have a boyfriend. I can admit that. Yeah. It's usually when but I don't a have a partner. Yeah. Um, my partner really affects my my being, being. in a lot of way. And uh, that's my problem. And I give it a lot of power. It's a lot of awareness. Yeah. I mean, so congrats. If anything, I'm aware. A lot of but- times, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of times, people will say, "Oh, it's the men I'm with. It's the yeah. men I'm with. It's the yeah. men I'm with." Right. Ooh, let me flip that around. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's also, uh, it's like you said, when you stood there in front of the mirror and it was a very physical account and awareness of your being of like, I'm tired of this. Yeah. I'm going to make a change. Nothing. You didn't put that on your partner. You didn't put that on anybody else but right. yourself and your own onus about what, what you might be doing. Yeah. That didn't give you the kind of results you had and just you'd start taking away at that. It's a lot harder to do that than to push blame onto somebody else oh, and gosh, say, this yep. is the reason why. Oh, well, trust me. I wanted to blame everything <laughs> and everyone. And I had it, too. I have, yeah. I have a lot, guys. I've yeah. got a lot of people to blame. I could blame my father, yeah. my foster care parents, my adoptions through things and the drugs and the gangs and the violence and the things I went through as a child that define who I am but will not be my future. Yeah. And a lot of people will create a past or create a future based on their past. Well, my parents were this way, so I'm going to be this way. And, yeah. well, my, well, I can't do this because my dad's not here. My parents are divorced or this happened to me. I'm sorry, guys, that that happened to you. That's where that ends. Yeah. That's it. I'm sorry that that happened to you. Yeah, I do genuinely feel bad. I'm so sorry that yeah, happened well, to I you, guys. It. That's it. Done. Mm-hmm. Because after a certain age, it is your choice on how you let those things affect who you are and your well-being. Right. Because I can choose every day to be angry with my father, or I could choose every day to forgive my father and move on. Yep. And and you do it for you. And it's for you, not yes. for them. Yeah. Because you have to realize that they're on their own journey, and that it might be their journey to be that person. I know you expect them to be someone else. Yep. You expect them to be a parent. You expect them to be a best friend. You expect them to be these people. But that wasn't the reality. Yeah. And are you going to continue your reality on something that's not real? Because that's what you're doing. And hold on your heart. And hold on your heart because you're living a lie. Yeah. You're living a lie. I did. I lived a lie every day that my father was going to show up and see this shop. And he's going to be like, wow, I'm proud of you. That's never going to happen. It's been 22 years. It's never going to happen. Yeah. There you go. That's it, guys. I'm sorry your parents are divorced. I'm sorry your friend hit you, and I'm sorry that you were taken away, and I'm sorry that your parents did drugs, and I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Mine did, too. 
Yeah. We all get in that that's and it, you decide to let it empower you or destroy you. Every choice you have in yeah. front of you either builds you up or breaks you down. Yeah. Every single choice. And I could blame a lot of people or I could have a lot of gratitude for each of those choices. Yeah. I'm either really grateful for this Chick-fil-A in front of me or I'm gonna <laughs> let this Chick-fil-A destroy the body. Yes. Know? It's literally that simple of choosing Yes. where your intention is on those choices. Yes. And if you come from a place of hatred and guilt and shame and fear, how do you expect that choice to have a good fruitation or result? But if I come from a place of gratitude, acceptance, and authenticity, and courage, and oof, no expectation, man, the angels are providing whoever is going to make sure I'm okay, because I am. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. We're okay. We made it, guys. Yeah. That anxiety, that little demon saying, you're not going to make it, you're not going to make it, is a lie. Well, We're here. We made it, guys. And that's the whole, like, eternal life uh, jam right there, mm -hmm. you know? And I, and I do think that... Uh, you know, if you're not if you're not having fun with where you are, how helpful can you be about where you're going? You know, mm -hmm. have fun with where you are, and that's that's why I love how you're putting it now because you're excited. It very much shows that you're having a lot more fun. Mm -hmm. And when I and I know how I come off to a lot. Of, I had somebody tell me that I'm a PTSD denier recently. PTSD denier. <laughs> That's the first one for me. I've heard just about everything at this point. That one's a new one. Well, I mean, it's huh. it's the whole othering thing. I you see. You know, like, if you can other somebody, then you can put them in a box, mm -hmm. and then they don't have to bother you or challenge where you're at. Yeah. And it doesn't have to affect your truth. I see. And... And I find that that's very much how people want to be when they want to continue to feel it. And that's of course. fine. Of that's course. fine. And that's, a lot of it's just... A lot of times people are just in their feelings about it in the time and that they're not trying to find a solution. They're just trying to be right. Yeah. A lot of the time. And they just want to yeah. feel right. That's the look. The, the yeah. feeling they're looking for is right. Or Set just on somebody saying You're, it's okay. Yeah. Or and that's it all is. based on what? An expectation. It we didn't okay. have to set. <laughs> it is okay. It's all okay. What isn't okay is othering other people. Yeah. What isn't okay is, uh, in my heart, is... Uh, pointing fingers at Absolutely. other people and saying this is the reason. Well, that's not the perfect time to end, but I wanted to keep these diary entries in nice little succinct chunks. So I guess it's okay that we just stop right there. <laughs> Pardon me, diary listeners. I, I got a little passionate there. Pardon me, Casey. I appreciate you. Thank you for always being gracious uh, to me. Uh, I'm still learning, guys. But anyway, uh, this is about Casey. Please come back next week. You're going to hear more from her. It's the last piece of her diary entry with this podcast. Uh, but it doesn't stop there. You can get your own experience with Casey. Go to Foxwood Tattoo Collective. Collect an awesome experience from her. She's doing some really cool things that we're going to hear about next week in her last entry. So come back next week. Thank you, listeners. God bless. Thanks for listening. You can find The Apprenticeship Diaries on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our IG is the underscore apprenticeship underscore diaries. If you would like to offer constructive criticism or an interview, drop us an email at theapprenticeshipdiaries at gmail.com. We, we look, look forward, forward to hearing, hearing from, from our, our listeners. listeners.